It's time to go to work. Jerk of All Trades podcast. We are back with a hot, fresh episode. We are, and this will be our very first episode with our new host, Podbean. So, Hello, wanna, Podbeaners. Want to send a shout out to Podbean and SoundCloud. See you later, alligator. Cool, cool. So we've been watching a little bit of wrestling the past couple weeks. Wrestling, just, just a little bit. Yeah. WrestleMania 34, which just ended about three days ago. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I think it's been a it's been a few extra days. But to be fair, we uh, I was on the injured reserve. I'm actually still on the injured reserve. Uh, if I'm a little bit slower than I normally am, it's because I am under the influence of uh, pain medication. As I broke my foot. Broke my foot, actually. Uh, so I've never broken a bone in my entire life, and I managed to, in two months, break the toe, and then uh, <laughs> the... Uh, I, I, I don't you know. couldn't just break one thing. You had to break uh, three things. <laughs> it's like a... It, there's a fancy word for it, but it's basically the toes in the middle portion of your foot. Uh, I don't remember what the fancy medical term mm. is, but uh, my term is it fucking hurts. Hell so, yeah! So I'm, uh, I got my, I got my boot on, and uh, I'm ready to put it to some, uh, some asses here. So send Ray some love on social media. He's soldiering through this podcast with me. I'm forcing him to do it. But it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's WrestleMania 34. We got to talk about the results of the picks, and we have to talk about the event, and we're also going to talk about NXT. So it should be, uh, should be a good show. Oh yeah, definitely. So did you watch NXT? Uh? Live or did you watch uh, it after the fact? I, I did, in fact. Wa- I watched it on Saturday, and I think I watched it mostly live. Um, I don't think it was exactly live, but I did watch it on uh, on Saturday night, which is the the bennies of having the weekends off is and nights off is that I can watch these things as they happen. So nice. Uh, yeah, I did, in fact. And you you did not watch it live. No. You watched it after the well, fact. Well, right? l- luckily my uh, co-host broke his foot, so it gave me an extra few days. Yeah, to be able to watch uh, <laughs> NXT. So I was able to watch a little NXT. Yeah. So uh, I'm all caught up with NXT. And it NXT, was a good show for sure. And uh, we're ready to talk about it. So NXT New Orleans the day before WrestleMania. Correct. And uh, started off with a crazy fucking ladder match uh it was adam cole defeating velveteen dream oh yeah (laughs) uh ec3 killian dane and lars sullivan and ricochet to win the so this was ricochet's first match is that correct yes i believe so so ricochet are you familiar with ricochet at all not really, but he looked good. So Ricochet was Prince Puma in Lucha Underground. I don't know if you saw him in Lucha oh, Underground. I've heard of, yeah, I've heard of that. And then uh, he was he had the famous match against Will Ospreay in uh, Japan. Actually, I think they had it a few different times, which was basically like the ultimate choreographed match. Oh, you showed me that. Yeah, yeah, that which was, I wasn't uh... the hugest fan of, but <laughs> sure. uh, you know, it was it was what it was, and it was for you know that was what they were going for. So uh, I think this was his first match, and also EC three. I 
I think this might have been TNA. Yeah, yeah, this might have been his first uh, first NXT match as well. I tell you what, EC3 took an ass whoop in this match. (laughs) I will tell you that I I was pretty impressed. I actually don't really remember this match, and I've heard nothing but great things. And so I I I remember we were watching this match right after the podcast. Yes, right after. Yeah, so it was that damn good. I've, go, I've gone back and I rewatched the title match from this, but I haven't watched anything else from it again. Spots so. on spots on spots. These guys put their bodies on the line for this match, uh, and they delivered a lot of drama in this match, a lot of high risk moves in this match. I believe at one point Ricochet did a, he was about three quarters of the way up the ladder. A uh, ladder got tilted backwards. And just says, you know what? I'm gonna fall anyways. Let me just go ahead and do a moonsault to the outside oh, of the ring. Oh, <laughs> that was the shooting. That was the shooting star press, was it not? I can't remember. I, I remember thought he did a moonsault. I remember. I know at one point he did a shooting star press to the outside because I remember that in the commentary. So EC3 got put on his back, got a ladder put on top of him. I believe it was Killian Dane or maybe it was Lars Sullivan. One of the bigger guys got on the second rope for a Vader bomb. And then I think it was Ricochet got on top of the guy. It was like a double Vader bomb on top of the ladder on top of EC3. Hmm. Good night. <laughs> Good night, nurse. <laughs> so uh, th- this match is really impressive. If you're into the ECW old school style, I would recommend this for you. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's obviously it's probably the closest thing you're going to get to ECW. I'm currently nowadays. wearing... My brand new, newly acquired, heavily weathered ECW shirt that I picked off uh, off of eBay. So I think I'm a. I as I've said before, I'm definitely an ECW fan. So I'm very much looking forward to rewatching this match and actually paying attention to it. It was really good, really good. I don't I don't throw praise around lightly, even though it probably does seem like it on the podcast. I like to think that I give credit where credit is due most of the time. But uh, yeah, here the grade on this match is A plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, this was uh, a good match. Yeah, CBS l- certainly liked it. Now, next up is a match that I really didn't really pay much attention to. Neither did I, to be honest with you. Unfortunately, she- I don't know if I remember watching this at all. Shayna Baszler uh, defeating Ember Moon via submission to win the NXT Women's Title. Yeah, to be honest, I don't really remember a whole hell of a lot of this match. I do remember that Ronda Rousey was in the crowd, and I was unaware that Shayna Baszler was part of the the four horse women oh, or whatever. Yeah. What were they called? The four horse four horse women, right? Which was also, I think, what uh, in WWE, what Bailey and uh, Sasha and such were called but uh anyway yeah i don't really remember this match a whole hell of a lot ember moon i know got called up now so um she did ember or ember moon had a match against i think uh mickey james on monday where she did her finisher and mickey james had one of the craziest cells that you have ever seen for this thing yeah uh, i saw that that was, yeah. a, that was a solid match that was a good match yeah. um but yeah i didn't really see this i don't really remember a lot of this match so i can't really comment comment on it too much so yeah i'm gonna have to go back and watch this one too uh you know if it was anything like their first match together or the last paper pay-per-view match that these two had it should be pretty damn good yeah yeah um and the next up was the undisputed era defeating the authors of pain uh roderick strong and pete dunn in a triple threat match interesting note here the winner of the latter match adam cole 
came back out for this match. <laughs> so there was actually there. Yeah, there was one of the guys that was doing the like the pre-show, the commentary had uh, broke the news to Adam Cole that he was going to have to be in these two matches. And uh, I thought Adam Cole was going to like come from backstage and come out and beat the fuck out of this guy because he was like really like yeah. taking a lot of. Uh, happiness and telling Adam Cole that he had to defend, uh, he had to defend the tag titles and he had to be in the ladder match. And so he was not happy with that or, you know, as he let it on to be. So, I mean, I think that, that ladder match was brutal. Yeah. He took some big bumps in that ladder match for Which sure. Which is impressive that he was in this match. Absolutely. Um, from what I remember, the match was good. Uh, but I think really the biggest thing of this match was Roderick Strong finally became a part of the undisputed era. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know much about that tag team, uh, strong and done authors of pain. I've seen them before. And then, uh, undisputed era, they're missing one of their guys due to injuries. Yeah. That's why Adam Cole had a wrestle. Yeah. Uh, Bobby, uh, Bobby fish. So, I mean, all these guys came from ring of honor, you know, they're, they're, they were big ring of honor guys. And uh, so I'm, I'm kind of liking, uh, Mr. Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. He's got a style that, kind of suits uh my kind of style that i like yeah they've been kind of so they've been playing off of this ever since roderick strong came in to nxt um you know that you know you had all these ring of honor guys with adam cole and bobby fish and uh, kyle o'reilly and that they would kind of you know they were going to join together and that didn't happen and so this was kind of kind of finally the payoff of that and it finally happened so it was definitely unexpected the crowd uh, it was a good reaction to this. So it almost seemed like the two wrestlers <laughs> weren't expecting it either by their reactions. Yeah. After it happened, if they were selling that, they did a great job selling that shit because it genuinely looked like Cole and uh, O'Reilly had no idea that that was going to happen. Yeah. So they played that off really well. Yeah. But uh, definitely, uh, it was a good match, though, for sure. Uh, and then next up, we have my boy. Uh, Alistair Black versus Andrade Cien Almas for the uh, for the championship. This is their uh, this is their second match now. Yeah, this was okay match. I think they could have done a lot better. Really? I nah. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was just uh, <laughs> was that a, was that a test? I was joking around. <laughs> actually, actually, one of my uh, one of my younger wrestling friends actually was like he, he that was his reaction. Uh, I actually. <laughs> Uh, I went and watched, uh, Eddie, have you heard of Rough and Rowdy? Do you know what that is? Oh, is that like a card game or something? No, Rough and Rowdy. It was a, uh, it's a boxing thing that was on last week and it was commentated by, um, what the fuck is his name? Um, oh, you talking about Marwan No, no, no. Uh, comedian dude. Uh, Kevin Hart. No, uh, white shoot. dude. Uh, I can't remember his name. Damn. Anyway, I'll, Jim Carrey. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll look it up. I'm blanking. This is a pain pill blank here. Yeah. Um, Want me to help you out? So this is uh, for the NXT Championship. <laughs> uh, damn it! Why can't I? Anyway. All right. All right. So it doesn't matter. Anyway, rough and rowdy. It was uh, basically it was basically redneck boxing essentially, where they just threw these uh, you know people that had no business into the ring to box against each other there was like 50 matches over the course of 4 hours 
Oh, anyway, nice. it's so like a tough man competition. It was like it was like brawl for all, but like with without the people, wrestling. right? With people that had no business being. <laughs> oh, even worse than a even brawl for all. Even yeah, worse than a brawl for oh, all. Wow. Uh, but my side note, I actually enjoyed brawl for all, and if they ever want to bring that back, Eddie the Jerk is definitely watching because you know <laughs> you will you will like this. Then we yeah, will, we'll, I like real fights. We'll have to we'll have to check it out. But uh, anyway, so I was over there. I was over at my buddy's house. Oh, Bill Burr. Bill Burr, ah, Bill Burr is awesome. All right, so awesome. Anyway, I was over there, and my and I, we were talking about NXT. And my buddy said that he uh, he thought this match wasn't he was wasn't that good, and uh, and I had to disagree. I thought that this match was awesome. I thought that it was great the way that they played off with uh, Selena Vega uh, constantly interfering in the match and the way that that played into the finish oh, of yeah. the match. She did a good job. It start, I mean, the match started out on such a, such a high note. I believe that uh, Aleister Black did some sort of uh, acai moonsault within like the, literally like his first move, I think was nah, nice. an acai moonsault. Why to the fuck around? Uh, let's just start flying. Uh, but yeah, I thought that this was a really good match. I thought they played, you know, they played off the Gargano thing where he did the knees against the oh, post, yeah. which I thought was beautifully done. There was a lot of really good false finishes in this thing. Um, and the crowd was really, really all about it. And people are really behind Aleister Black. And I really think that he can be a big, big star. He's got a great look. Um, he's got a great entrance. Um, so I, I'm obviously a big fan and i thought this was a really good match what about you yes this was a very good match as the match went on i appreciated the urgency that both wrestlers were showing like you know i can't remember the exact move but cn almost did a move to the outside knocked a black out from inside out like a moonsault maybe or tope and rushed rushed to get oh, him back threw, in the threw, ring threw him back in the ring right away yeah. right away i'm trying to get that three count just trying I to remember get that, that. Three. And so and and Black did it too once. Black hit a move outside, rushed him back in, trying to get that victory. So uh, <laughs> uh, one thing I forgot to bring up during the ladder match, uh, I think you might have noticed, might not have noticed. Did you notice the referee checking the pulse of one of the wrestlers? No, I did not <laughs> during the ladder match. So like I was watching this with a buddy of mine, and so like we're trying to figure out if that's going to be like the new standard for like uh hardcore matches, mm -hmm. <laughs> like four pulse checks. <laughs> and if they and check your, fucking... <laughs> if they check your pulse and you don't have a pulse, if your pulse drops to a certain level, then you're done. Well, it's, it's going to set a, a tough standard. Like if your match doesn't have at least two pulse checks, it's going to be hard for me to get excited, <laughs> get excited about it. It's like, Hey, it was good, but didn't have did, any pulse did they check? Did they check it on the wrist or did they check it on the neck? <laughs> this the referee had gloves on. And like, there's a big high flying move where everybody gets knocked down on the outside. Referee gets right in the shot and checks the guy's pulse. <laughs> where does he check it from? His neck or his his wrist? wrist. <laughs> his so wrist. if they check your neck, then you, Ooh, like that pulse. Yeah, then you're four neck pulse. Oh my god, <laughs> neck pulse checks. Beat that. <laughs> oh boy, that's gonna be the new rating system. <laughs> yeah, I just we just, it was just an amusing little thing that uh, we picked up uh, during the match. Yeah, I did not notice that. But uh, you know, it it plays into the realism of it all because that ladder match was pretty fucking brutal. So yeah, uh, how'd you like the finish? Did you like the finish of this one? Oh yeah, it was perfect. It was perfect. Selena, like Selena Vega trying to interfere once again, all miscatches her. 
It's the Black Mass. I thought uh, the crowd popped perfectly for it. Yeah. Uh, if I could channel my inner Jesse the Body, you know, a lot of these NXT referees are kind of laxed, but it made for better, like, drama, I want to say. Because when you're a stickler for the rules so much, there's only five seconds to get stuff done. Or if a manager comes in, they're automatically disqualified. With the NXT referees letting things go a little bit, it added to the intrigue of the matches. That's one thing that uh, WWE is really missing, and I guess Vince is not a fan of, and that's something that's not missing from NXT is managers. So if ah. you know, if you know, if you notice that on the main roster, who has a manager? Rusev Day. Rusev. I mean, I guess that's it. But, uh, yeah, Vince is not a fan of managers. The Authors of Pain got called up, and Paul Ellering immediately was sent packing. Modern-day Maharaja? He's living off his managers. Oh, yeah, I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> Even though he won at WrestleMania without them, but uh, yeah, well, he they lost. interfere a lot in his pay-per-view he, matches. He already, he already lost his title, though, so. He lost already? Oh, yeah. yeah um, he, oh, yeah, I saw that. Jeff Hardy. He lost to Jeff Hardy. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, good match, and obviously I was a big fan of this because I am a huge mark for Aleister Black. He's I've stated before he's my my new favorite current day wrestler. Well, so he's gonna be the champ for a while now. So yeah, you're gonna make sure to tune into NXT now. I'm gonna have to. Um, and then uh, the main event was Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa, um, in an unsanctioned matchup. <laughs> uh, so first thing I will I will say is. What did what did you think of Tommaso Ciampa coming out with no music at all? That was cool. It was like a throwback. You remember when wrestlers didn't have music, or not every wrestler had music, yeah, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like a throwback to the 80s and certainly the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, I, I liked it. Um, and, you know, the crowd was uh, was booing him, you know, pretty decently. So I thought that that was pretty uh, pretty well done. Uh, what did you think of the match? This match was crazy. Yeah. This reminded me, this was like a, uh, remember the big Japan with like the alligators and shit? Yeah. There was no light tubes or alligators or not even really tables, but just like. It was hard bar- hitting. Yeah, the barbaric nature of the match. Uh, this had elements of that in there. There <laughs> there was a moment I saw a still photo of Tommaso Ciampa and his face looked like. Uh, Johnny Gargano's little like logo guy, the little circle face with the one eye oh, that's like yeah. halfway closed. <laughs> like that's what his face looked like. <laughs> he took a he took a goddamn beating in this match for sure. Oh, these guys worked hard in this match for sure. The the uh, was it the sunset flip power bomb on the concrete? Yeah, holy smokes! That was yeah when they were pulling when he was pulling back the uh, the padding and stuff. I thought that was that was a really you don't really see that as much these days. I can't remember the last time I saw that. So I thought that that was a, a, a nice touch for sure. Oh, yeah. And you can't break those out every match. Right. This was a special match because of the history. The back is these guys were former tag team. Gargano should have won the belt, you know, but then Ciampa came out and screwed him over. So it, it, it justified. It had merit to it. Right. The, the pulling back of the the padding had merit to it. They weren't just doing it just to do right. it. Right, and the, and this is the thing that's crazy to me is that NXT can be booked 
so intelligently like this and that everything can have a reason, you know, for a particular match type or whatever it might be. And then you've got the main roster where you've got, you know, hell in a cell pay-per-view that just happens to come up. And so matches are put in a hell in the cell because just because it's that month, instead of like building towards a reason why, that particular matchup would make sense. Why is it a cage match? It's a cage match because someone keeps interfering in, in their matchups. And so they want to try to keep them locked or someone, you know, constantly, you know, gets themselves counted out or whatever it might be. Uh, or yes. yeah. Or so they 100%. have a, so they have a lumberjack match or whatever yeah. it might be. It makes sense that way. Right. Whereas, you know, you got on the main roster, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. So it's cool in NXT that things actually are booked in a way that intelligently makes sense. Um, and and thought, this is a match too, where you genuinely, genuinely get behind Johnny Gargano. You want to see him he win. Is, you want his vindication. He is what they want Roman Reigns to be. He and what wow. Roman, and what Roman Reigns is not. That's an interesting comparison. That that is very interesting. Like I can definitely see that how they want Roman to be the uh, the compassion, not compassionate. What, what's Sim- the word? I'm sympathetic, looking? Baby, sympathetic, sympathetic yes. baby face. Yes, and he gets none of that. He is not even close to that. Yeah. And so it's interesting that Johnny Gargano is that so much but would he be that if he's not an nxt that is a great 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 question because the nxt crowd is a lot smarter than uh i guess your average crowd it it, it will be very interesting to see when he eventually gets called up to the main roster if he can be that because i think that he does it so well here that i can't wait to see him actually get called up and hopefully get a chance to do that, but instead, you know, end up on 205 Live as a cruiserweight champion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just going back to this match, 37 minutes of just rock wow. em, sock em, <laughs> fucking I knockdown will, drag. I'm going to have to rewatch this one too. I, wow, 37 minutes. 37 minutes, bro. It was, uh, it was, it was, it was worth it. Every damn minute of it. You know, I thought Charlotte Flair like initiated, it was the first time I ever saw a suplex to the outside. This match actually had that, and it was like a day before WrestleMania. So I kind of wish I would have seen it before mm-hmm. uh, before WrestleMania now. But you know, it it doesn't take away what Charlotte Flair did or anything like that. But it, like in the moment, I marked out huge when I saw that Oscar suplex to the yeah. outside, and then when I saw this, I was like, "Wait a minute! <laughs> I just saw that on Sunday." <laughs> you son of a bitch! And then I, the light went off, like, "Ding! This actually happened on Saturday." Yeah. So, but overall, awesome event. Definitely was a big fan of this. Oh, and for sure. I don't know if, the, would you say this is better than Philadelphia? NXT Philadelphia? Um, They're both really good. I mean, it's tough to say. If you're a big Johnny Gargano fan, he gets his vindication here. If you've been, you know, holding on to Aleister Black, waiting for him to get the belt, this is a good right. This is, the, this is the payoff. That ladder match was tremendous. He had a good swerve with that tag team match. Like this is pretty. I'll good. tell you what, man. NXT, NXT takeovers are can't miss. Can't miss. Hell yeah, they dude. are. They are damn good every single time. And like, yeah, I I, I agree a hundred percent. There's it seems like we kiss a lot of ass with NXT, but. It's really good. I th- you know there was <laughs> it's a, just really good. There was a there was a time where like the main event title picture there you know when you had the the Drew McIntyre 
and um, what the fuck is his name? Glorious. Uh, uh, Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode, where I didn't feel like the main event picture was all that strong. And I feel like the main event picture has really stepped it up. And yeah, it's just. Well, the only problem now is CN almost is going to be gone. Right. So yeah, where do they, where do they go from here with that? I don't know. You know, well, uh, and they got another title too. They right. got another singles title. Right. So it'd be interesting to see where they go. Yeah, instead of just pushing, you know, Adam Cole up to that level, you know, where who does uh, who does Black end up feuding with? So I guess we'll see. All right, so on to the big event uh, of the weekend, and that was WrestleMania. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's start off with. The uh, the opening match was the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Um, I think we did. Uh, we both picked Matt Hardy for this. Is yeah, that we both got this one right. Right. I mean, and this this was what it was. Um, I don't think there was anything. What Kane? I guess was the only. Was he announced for this thing? Or I honestly don't remember. Yeah. It, it's it's well the list we got like a shortened list. Right. And then, so it's it was a 30-man battle royal, but on our list, we only had maybe 10 people. Wow, it was 30-man? Holy shit. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, do we have any comments on this thing? I mean, it was what it was. I don't... It... Yeah, not really. Like, uh, you know, it's it's a battle royal. It's kind of how I feel with the Royal Rumbles. It's just it's just a battle royal. <laughs> and you did, you did, in fact, watch the pre-show, right? Uh, yeah, I saw it on YouTube. Okay. Yep, All right. Yep, yep. I saw the cruiserweight match. Yeah. Uh, so what what did, uh, what did you think of the cruiserweight match? The first thing this I will, match was pretty good. I will say that uh, I liked Mustafa Ali's uh, entrance attire. Oh yeah, he had like a Sub Zero kind of thing yes. going on that was like light up. I thought it was pretty cool looking. Yes. Um, my comment on this match was that it actually had a story. Which uh, they were, you know, they were telling in this matchup. The heart and soul. Um, which I thought was pretty cool because normally a match like this would not have that. And they, you know, I thought that was kind of a cool touch at the end where he was kind of telling him to stay down. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to lose this one. <laughs> Please don't let this happen. I demand a recount. Right. <laughs> I wanted to know who had the more high-flying finisher, and that wasn't the person that won, but it was, in fact, Mustafa Ali. I'd never seen him before, but I was pretty impressed. I thought, the, yeah, thought neither, this... Even though he lost, he had a good showing. So it, it, yeah. for me, it doesn't count as a loss. Yeah, I thought this was a good match. I think... Uh, do, who did you vote for in this match? Cedric Alexander. All right, so you got this one right, and I got this one wrong. Um, and the next up was the Women's Battle Royal. Um, not to be confused with the fabulous Moolah Battle Royal, which doesn't exist. No. Um, and did you, who did you pick? I nailed this one. Did you pick Naomi? Oh, we started off hot this fucking, uh, what is this? The pre-show. Three for three. Yeah. Three for three. Initially, you know, I thought maybe Trish Stratus come out there and cement this thing. You know, this one was one that I actually, I think I went back and listened to it after the fact, and I was trying to determine if I should give you credit for this, because you had three I had three, mother, well, wait, you had three fucking you picks for this. I, no, but I only had one pick that was actually in the match. <laughs> right, but then you were like, alright, so my first but pick... because I didn't have the whole my, list. My first pick is Trish, my second pick is Ember the, Moon, who is actually Ember, showed up on Raw the next Is Ember night. Moon, my, my third pick is the fabulous Moolah 
Tequila. My fourth pick is fucking <laughs> Alundra Blaze. My fifth pick is Medusa. Nope. My but li- then my list pick is Naomi. Naomi, number one, all the way. <laughs> that wasn't the way it was. There's something out. I saw in the beginning. I knew she would win this match. Yeah. So. Okay. I gave you credit for this. And, and I should also get a half a point for calling Ember Moon, even though the, they didn't bring her out. Even though she didn't come out until the next day. Yeah, but she got a big entrance. Oh my god. No, you should get. You should. I get think neg- I should get a half point for the Ember Moon call. As you well. should get negative picks for that. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the match was once again. I mean, it's a battle royal. It's just a yeah, chance to. They hit you with the swerve on this one. It was. Yeah. It came down to Sasha and Bailey and Naomi. Right. But <laughs> we didn't know Naomi was still out there, and uh, <clears throat> Bailey eliminated Sasha. I know. I was half-ass paying attention to this, so I was like, when I heard them, like, "Oh wait," and I was just hoping, like. Wait, I hope that uh, my pit. I hope Ruby Riot is like still out there, yeah. uh, but she'd probably been eliminated like five minutes before this. So yeah, I was happy to see Naomi win that. That was really cool. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I was. Uh, it was I. Right. Um, and then next up, we had for the Intercontinental Championship, Seth Rollins versus The Miz versus Finn Balor. Um, I believe in this one. I picked Finn Balor. Uh, you picked Seth, Seth Rollins. Rollins. Yeah. Yeah. Doing the ultimate warrior with the title belt. <laughs> this match was really good, too. This was, this was a, a really good this match. This was a pretty good match. Um, yeah. And when you talk about kicking off pay-per-view, kicking off Big Show, uh, kicking off WrestleMania, this is what you're looking at, man. This is probably like your blueprint uh, uh, first match to kick off WrestleMania. It was high-flying, action-packed, a lot of drama. You know, and these guys got down to business, and they, they did a really good job. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I enjoyed the match. Um, I was kind of surprised that Finn Balor didn't uh, didn't come out as the demon for WrestleMania, his first WrestleMania. I guess it did. Oh. I guess it wouldn't really make a whole hell of a lot huh. of sense because did he do it last year? No, Wait, he uh, wasn't at WrestleMania last year. He was injured. Yeah, that's right. This is his first WrestleMania. He uh, he came out with the you know people were up in arms because he had the the rainbow thing going on. Valor Club is for everybody, right? That's so, cool, as as it should be. Absolutely. So, but yeah, no, no demon. I believe someone said that maybe he can be the Rainbow Demon in the future. So <laughs> he can be a Care Bear. <laughs> he could be a fucking Care Bear. <laughs> he could you know, paint some Care Bears on him. Maybe. A, a Care a Care Demon. There you go. Yeah, he's got a heart. Hey, you know what? The Care the Care Bears had a positive fucking attitude. So and Finn Balor's always smiling. There you go. Yeah. See. He's always coming out smiling, his little leather jacket and his little panties on. So there it is. <laughs> <laughs> the next match. Ballard, Ballard Club is for everybody. <laughs> I think you're getting into Ballard Club a little too much over there, buddy. <laughs> Hey, I wanted. I'm starting to get a little jealous. I wanted. I wanted him to fucking. I wanted him to. I wanted him to take that victory there. Um, but sadly, I got that one wrong. So cool. Uh, this next match, bro. I'm telling you what, something else right here. SmackDown's Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair def- defeating Asuka via submission to retain the SmackDown Women's Title. I gotta be honest, I didn't love this match. Because you I, got it wrong. I'm no. There's I, another one you tricked me. He said, "Oh, Asuka's gonna win. Asuka's gonna win," and freaking. Su- I just stuck to my guts. I'm surprised this thing got an A minus because, all right, first off, quite short. This thing was only 13 minutes long. 
Number two. I'm fine with that. WrestleMania was seven hours long. The shorter the matches, the better. The thing that bothered me the most about this, though, is a complete lack of fucking psychology. You've got Asuka, who Charlotte Flair, her finisher, it works on the fucking leg. She doesn't work the leg not a goddamn second in the entire matchup. And then she puts on her finisher, half-ass puts her finisher on at that, and Asuka taps out, losing her fucking, like, three-year streak. Although I do feel like that in Caught the... her by surprise. In the end, I'm okay with her losing the streak just because I feel like they kind of book themselves into a corner with her when you've got someone with a streak... It's like, where do you go with them whenever they're feuding with anybody who doesn't, you know, who isn't Charlotte Flair or someone like that? You know that Asuka was going to win those matches, and so those feuds were kind of pointless. But I don't know. I was just a bit bothered by no psychology. I got to disagree. I thought this match was hot, bro. Give me 13 minutes of hotness, and you can have that 25 minutes of boring. (laughs) This match was hot from the beginning. It had high-flying, high-impact I mean, when you talk about women's wrestling going back in the day, if you showed this match, like, if you could put this in, like, a time capsule, send it back in time to, like, 1966, people wouldn't believe this was actually women wrestling. They'd be like, those are men wrestling. Those aren't women wrestling. This match for, I hate to say it like this, for a women's match, but, man, I'll be damned if that was the best fucking women's match I've ever seen. Like, I know there's great... All Japan or not all Japan? What's that wrestling promotion in Japan that's all women? Um, like Fire Pro Wrestling or something like that. No, Fire Pro Wrestling is a video game. Um, but they yeah, have, no. they have great women's matches. I'm not really familiar with those matches, but yeah. for WWE women's matches, this might be the best fucking women's match I've ever seen. Yeah. I I will I will have to go back and rewatch the match, but I was just a tad disappointed um, in that aspect of it. Not so much that she lost. Just I feel like there could have been a little bit more psychology. Oh, Charlotte Flair taking a suplex on the fucking off the apron to the floor. She did a uh, what's that move called for the Span- sp- Spanish fly? Spanish fly. So Oscar's on the on the middle rope, I think, and so is Charlotte Flair. No. Charlotte Flair is yeah. facing the crowd, and Oscar's facing the ring. They uh, Charlotte hooks her around the neck, and they both are. Charlotte does a backflip, and so that sends Oscar into a front flip. Off the second rope. <laughs> it's like a backflip rock bottom, sort of. Yeah, it's or isn't it kind of like an ST? Or what was the edge, edges oh, move? Oh, yeah. The, um, down, the downward spiral. It's kind of like a downward spiral, but with a moonsault. Right. And it was fucking fantastic. Or the flatliner. Yeah, yeah it was Same really difference. good. Really, really good, man. I mean, this, this match was hot. Both girls did a great job. And uh, if they want to put these two SummerSlam, I ain't mad at that. Or whenever next match, I can get Charlotte Flair and Asuka in. At the greatest Royal Rumble? I don't know if I'm going to watch that or not. Dude, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to, I guess. What time is that? I, no, I have no clue, but I think that that is the most bizarre. When we talked earlier about advertising and how you can like see through it, I feel like it's almost like, and I mean, I'm going to try to make this sound as non-offensive as possible, but I feel like in those parts of the country, wrestling is looked at very differently. It's looked at from a much more broadly mark perspective. And I feel like they like just basically were like, you know, what do you, what do you guys want in an event? And they were like, we want 
like a Royal Rumble, but we wanted to have like 50 people in it. And they were like, okay, we can do that. And they were like, uh, we want the Undertaker to be like in a casket match. Okay, let's do that. You know, just it's very, very bizarrely, bizarrely booked. And the fact that it's called Greatest Royal Rumble, I don't know. It's uh, it's really, really fucking weird to me. But it does lead into the next matchup, which I did, in fact, get correct, um, even though I got that last match correct. I feel like I've been getting a lot of these matches wrong, even though uh, we all know where this goes in the end. Stole but- my pick. Yeah. Stole my goddamn right. pick. I want to you- recount. <clears throat> You picked, this is a miscarriage of justice. You picked Randy Orton all day long, all day long. This is a miscarriage long. of justice. After I picked Jinder Mahal, you were like, that is a great pick. Of course it's a great pick, because it was initially my pick. No, it was not your pick. I'm not going to pick them, too. I'm not going to pick both the same guy. Okay, I went inside of your brain, and okay. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, any any comments or anything on this match? Obviously, Jinder Mahal won the United States title. What did you think of this match? This kind of felt like one of those indie matches where guys are just trying to get their shit in. Yeah. You know, like, uh, you know, they're good spots and shit. It kind of had that feel to it. Uh, it's tough when you got four guys. It's it, You only got four guys. I'm sure they only had, like, ten minutes for this match. I don't know yeah. how long it was. Um, so, for what it was, it was good. You know, I have no complaints about it. Yeah, nothing nothing in particular blew me away. Um, I wasn't glued to my screen during this matchup, so. they uh, Did they swerve it with a Rusev day where he was going to win? I can't. I wasn't paying enough attention uh, to make that comment. I'm pretty sure, like, they were all chanting for him, and then Jinder snuck in there and pinned him. Or, like, yeah, you know. I think so. Came in and hit his finish or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then next up. Uh, which what has to be, we could do a whole podcast just on this match, which <laughs> what has to be, I was actually thinking that this might be a great, uh, video corner match for us. Um, the match of the night without a doubt, Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Stephanie and triple H. Uh, what are your thoughts on this match? Shout out to Kurt Angle and triple H for tearing the fucking house down. Thank you very much. Shout out to fucking Ronda Rousey for probably the best like the best debut matchup in the history of debut matchups ever. <laughs> like she just absolutely killed it. Just man, the way a talk, lot of people are eating their words. Talk right now. about, talk about not Ray. I'm saying like in general, talk about natural Rhonda had a lot of haters. Couldn't wait for her to fail. And guess what? She fucking slam dunked it. Talk about natural. I believe she did like, she did some sort of like rolling, like close. I think she did like almost. Oh, like she a, did the Conan. Uh, yeah, like line. the Conan. Oh yeah. my, like that. She just naturally moves around the ring. Um, Good facials and, and fuck it. Oh man, she's great at facials. <laughs> um, and shout out to. I fuck, like how she talks a lot of shit in there. I was just like, yeah. Shout out to fucking Stephanie too, who like I thought did an amazing job well, in this match. The Triple H and Stephanie both deserve credit here. This was a master class in healing it up. Uh, obviously, Ronda's not the most seasoned competitor. Kurt Angle's almost 50 years old, and they made the most out of it. I, by the third time Stephanie McMahon got in that fucking ring and got away with it, I wanted fucking Ronda Rousey to tear her fucking eyeballs out. <laughs> not to, so yeah. Stephanie did a fucking great job of making me care about this match, like, Wanting the baby face to really fucking uh, get the retribution. Kind of in a Gargano Champa, but not as like, you know, brutal right. or like serious-esque. But it had elements of that to it. 
And uh, man, Triple H going to work, man. I know a lot of people might hate on Triple H and they complain about Triple H, but he gets the job done, man. He looked good. He was in shape. And without Triple H in that match, uh, you know, it's going to be a little bit different. It's, right. it's, it's not going to be executed this, the same. This match was, you know, you, you think of matches that are, you know, they called it on the fly, right? This match was not that oh, match. Oh, no, I was about to this say, was, no way. <laughs> this was the 100% opposite of that. This, this was is like, like Ricochet in, uh, in right, Japan. <laughs> literally beat for beat, this thing was like choreographed down to a science. But it was, what but it, it was absolutely perfect, and yes. that was what it needed to be, and I thought that it was amazingly, amazingly done, and this, I was very, very impressed with this match. Everybody hit a home run in this match. It was the most important match. It was the match that everybody was going to be writing about. It was going to be the match that everybody was going to be talking about, and if Ronda and Kurt Angle and Triple H Stephanie laid an egg, it was not going to be good for business. So, uh, you know, kudos to everybody involved. Great match. Greater than it probably should have been. <laughs> yeah. Like, this match had no business being that good. But it was. But it was like fucking it, fantastic. The mat, the match of the night, without question. And usually, when new people come in, there's kind of like, right? You know, there's a learning curve, and I think that there definitely wasn't. So shout out to fucking Brian Kendrick. Yes, anybody who's training with Ronda behind the scenes that we may not know about, good job, good on you, good on you for getting her ready, good on Ronda for adapting and picking things up so quickly. And, uh, you know, like after seeing this WrestleMania, I have minimal desire to see her back in the UFC again, which is crazy because yeah. all I care about is like UFC fighters going back to UFC. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely was impressed with this matchup. But yeah, uh, one last thing I'll say, too, is that this match was wasn't last, but it was definitely the main event. This match didn't go on last, but it was definitely the main event, man. I think after this match, it was like kind of like a adrenaline dump. Yeah, like like there there was really good energy uh, where I was watching this at. Everybody's really into this match. Everybody was really into WrestleMania in general. Like even the Charlotte Oscar match, Seth Rollins and uh, Miz and us, uh, Finn Balor. Everybody's you know pumped during all those matches, getting real excited, and it, it felt a little bit like after the Ronda match, it kind of tapered off a little bit. I mean, it was just so long. <laughs> oh, so WrestleMania. Long. Yeah, yeah, I know, man. It's tough. It's tough, but they paced it out nicely. They hit you hard thought, right away. Right. They didn't give you any any like uh, filler until after Ronda, which is good. Right. Uh. So yeah. After after this, we had. Um. By the way, we both got that that last match right. So oh, yeah. not shockingly. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah. Next up, we had the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, the Bludgeon Brothers, New Day, and the Usos. I want to say that. So I I did not watch uh WrestleMania with Eddie. So. I wish that I had so I could have thrown in his face that I got this shit right. Horrible pick. I believe that Horrible he pick. shit all over this pick. He uh, shit all over it. And what a terrible, terrible fucking pick it was. I'm sending Vince McMahon an email tonight about this goddamn I pick. I believe you <laughs> said it was one of the worst picks. This was the worst pick. Why would you pick a heel tag team to win at WrestleMania? Well, because I was fucking right. Yeah, I know. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. So, yeah. I mean, the match, nothing nothing special in this thing, except for the fact that I got this shit right. <laughs> so. 
Oh, the Bludgeon Brothers. They uh they're a dominant tag team. I I you know, honestly, I, I don't think it before tonight or before tonight, before WrestleMania, I don't think I've ever seen him wrestle before. But uh they I just, mean you you've seen, right. you saw him when he, they, you saw him when they were the with the Wyatts, right? Uh I honestly can't say if I've ever seen him tag team before. Have you seen Luke Harper before? Because Luke Harper is the shit. Mm, I don't think so, man. Man, Luke Harper. So. Luke Harper is a big guy that can move around. Um, he's he's very good, very very underrated. He's he's an agile big man. He's an agile big man. He's a great seller. Um, Where did he come from? He was uh he was on the Indies for a long time. He's okay. a, he's an indie guy. Oh, nice. Well, then he is probably well trained and right. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah. I'll have to pay more attention to him going forward. Yeah. Eric Rowan is meh, but uh, yeah, Luke Harper is the shit. Um, and then next up, we had the John Cena uh, Undertaker thing, which how did you feel about how that played out? <laughs> this was this was actually pretty good. Uh, John Cena, we forgot to mention, sitting in the crowd, having a good time. Drinking a, drinking a beer. Just like any other fan, you know, having a good time at WrestleMania. And uh, after Charlotte ended the streak... Referee goes out to check on John Cena, probably make sure he ain't drinking too much. <laughs> and he's like, they're saying something. You can't hear what they're saying. But they get their point across. Undertaker's there. John Cena can't believe it. Fucking beelines it from the crowd all the way back up the ramp, right past Charlotte Flair. So that was one. That was almost like a WrestleMania moment, like that yeah. little minute time frame thing where that happened. That in and of itself was kind of like a WrestleMania moment. Uh, everybody, it was well received by everybody that I was watching WrestleMania with. It was like, oh, no shit. Undertaker. Yes. You know, I so, mean, we, we knew that the Undertaker had, to be I there. didn't, I had my doubts, man. I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm a Mark. I don't know. But, uh, WWE makes some bad decisions, but there, I feel like there was no way that they were well, going to tease the Undertaker week after week you after definitely, week. You definitely don't want to bump Undertaker off the show for going too long, especially if he flies out there and shows up. But like. There was a small part of my mind that was like, maybe if the show goes too long, they just take the Undertaker match off anyways. They didn't promote it, so I might as well take it off. Yeah. But uh, this uh, this was good. Uh, where did I leave off at? Okay, so Cena comes out for his match with Undertaker. Lights go out. And who the fuck shows up, Ray? What does WWE stand for? I'm not saying it. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to walk with Elias? So uh, Elias, Elias comes out, and I will even say that me as as someone who likes Elias, I was like, "Fuck, seriously." So then, for sure, I knew Undertaker wasn't coming out. I was like, "You motherfuckers, you you gave me Elias in for the Undertaker," which is great though because yeah, definitely just pour that heel heat onto Elias. It was a good spot for him. That yes. was a really good spot, and for he him. got he got under WrestleMania. He got beat down. Two legends. He's in between two legends there. Then the lights go out, and my thoughts were, if fucking Kid Rock comes out right now, I'm going (laughs) to fucking throw something through my goddamn TV. Yeah, I uh, they they turned the lights on again. They had the hat and the boots in the ring, the Undertaker hat and the Undertaker boots. So my initial thought was, oh great, next year <laughs> they're just gonna do this shit. My next thought, year. my thought was American Badass Undertaker. Oh okay, yeah, and then uh, but Cena's halfway up the ramp, still doesn't know for sure, and then finally the the music hits, the gong goes off, and Undertaker's there, and then the Undertaker comes out <laughs> wearing the gloves and the hat. Like what the fuck, like. 
what was the purpose of the gloves and the hat thing from last year when the Undertaker just comes out wearing the gloves and a fucking hat? Yeah, that was a little weird. I don't understand. I feel like this would have been a perfect. I mean, I didn't want the American maybe the badass Undert- to come back, but it would have made <laughs> sense, right? Yeah, maybe Undertaker was invisible in the middle of the ring, naked, and nobody could see him. It's just yeah. his hat and his his gear was sitting there, but he was naked and invisible. <laughs> <laughs> or I feel like this would have been a perfect opportunity for fucking Grey Gloves Undertaker or Purple Gloves Undertaker to come back. Uh, but anyway, we got regular ass Undertaker coming out. and uh, That was no regular Undertaker. He looked good. He looked the best that he's looked in a while. Uh, he had his, what I assume to be extensions, right? Those had to, I don't know. Uh, he had his extensions on. Um, the match was short. He did He did, you know, the spots that you expected him to do. The match was two and a half minutes long, maybe at most. So, I mean, kind of disappointing that after so many years of buildup and we get, you know, this so match many is years. Like, well, there is. So, okay. So many years in which it's been speculated that The Undertaker would potentially face John Cena at WrestleMania. I remember, you know, right after the, the Rock Cena thing, there was talks that uh, John Cena would possibly end The Undertaker streak by going heel at WrestleMania. That never happened. Oh, so no, this was the furthest thing from that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think one of the interesting things, though, is so I'm sure that you heard about uh, John Cena and Nikki Bella. Oh, yeah. That was on uh, Twitter yesterday. So John Cena managed to ruin two things from WrestleMania 33. Nikki Bella and uh, Nick, the Nikki Bella thing. And Undertaker? And, and the Undertaker's retirement. So he made he made WrestleMania 33 not really mean a whole hell of a lot because he proposed to Nikki and now they're broken up and the Undertaker retired yeah, and you now know, he's, things happen now People he's out change. of it. yeah <laughs> and, and and you get offered you know two million dollars to come back for WrestleMania so you come back like last year it didn't even happen <laughs> well I, my take on this thing on this match here was. Less was more in the situation. I was compl- oh, it was booked intelligently because yeah, I'm completely fine with it. Undertaker has had his WrestleMania moments, and so has John Cena. You give them less time, and they can go all out for that five minutes or two minutes or however long it was. You get the younger guys that haven't had their moment yet more of an opportunity, like your Rusev's, you know, your Finn Balor's. Uh, you Charlotte Flares, you give them more time to have their WrestleMania moments. Whereas Undertaker doesn't, he, he <laughs> there is nothing that's gonna, he can do. To, his legacy is cemented. Like Undertaker is Undertaker, and there's just no denying it. He doesn't, he doesn't need that WrestleMania moment anymore. And quite frankly, neither does John Cena. So two and a half minutes is fine with me. WrestleMania is seven and a half hours long, yeah. anyways. So these guys don't need that moment as much as the younger guys do. So this was perfect. This was, like you said, this was booked very intelligently. Yeah. You know, I, I, I have no complaints on that. I just, the, the illogical nature of the hat and gloves thing in the retirement last year, um, with no explanation as to why the undertaker comes back. Um, it just, every WrestleMania has to have that moment that doesn't make a goddamn lick of sense. And this to me was Wait, that, that that tag match wasn't uh, the uh, that'll be later on in the card, but <laughs> yeah, this was this was that to me. Oh man, it's funny. Yeah. So anyway, what was what was after this? Uh, after this was uh, the uh, the other match. No, in, not this tag match. Yeah, this was uh, this was the other match that you shit on my pick. 
Uh, you made some of the worst picks that got bailed out by the old man. I, I can't even believe it. Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, man, how about that pop when Daniel Bryan's music hits? I had a friend at WrestleMania. He sent me some like you know ringside reports and stuff. He said that uh, Daniel Bryan's entrance was possibly the loudest next to Undertaker's. It was fucking insane seeing everyone and, uh, doing the oh, ass chant. Ronda Rousey is over with the teenage girls. <laughs> over like Austin, bro. Like all these little like preteen teen yeah. chicks are fucking loving them some Ronda Rousey. Which is surprising because honestly, at the at the other, you know, the Raws and stuff that I've seen her at, her reaction has been tepid at best. Um, I think this will probably change that. Oh, for sure. But it'll be interesting to see. She's got the respect now. Right. She, of all she, did, the... she didn't have it before, um, and I think she's got it now. Oh, so. if you don't respect that, then you need to try it for yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, unfortunately, I got this one wrong. Uh, Kevin Owens and uh, Sami Zayn taking the L. The Shane O'Mac and Daniel Bryan. This was interesting, too, that so my thoughts were we didn't know if Daniel Bryan was coming back full time, or at least I wasn't sure. And so they took him out immediately in this match. And my thoughts were just like, fuck, this is like he's not wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> this is like the fucking Kurt Angle thing from, you know, like whatever that was, the event where he was with the shield where they like, you know, they take some they take someone out so they don't really have to compete in the match until the very end. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Daniel Bryan came back later on and he was in the match for quite a while and he has not missed a fucking step, man. I can't wait to watch Daniel Bryan going forward. If I, you know, however much longer I keep continue to watch wrestling, I missed his run, the first run that were, uh, you know, people really getting behind yeah. him. So this is like a second chance for me to to watch a lot. So of what? Daniel yeah. Bryan. So what? What is your what's your thoughts on uh, D. Bry? He he's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's high flying. He's hard hitting. The crowd loves him, which is which is such a breath of fresh air. It's to, all you can ask for. So you know, to have someone who the crowd is so genuinely behind as a babyface, uh, yeah, I thought he was just incredible in this match. I thought Shane did a good job too of getting uh, getting fucking beat down early on in the match. Um, even though I got to sit and watch Shane McMahon throw his just probably the worst punches in the business. He's like the anti Austin. <laughs> Just the worst, most terrible looking punches mm. you've ever seen. Rock had some smooth punches. Rock, Rock had amazing punches. Razor, Razor Ramon had great punches. Shane McMahon, not so much. Uh, but I thought he, he was definitely serviceable in this match. Thought he did a good job. Um, I thought uh, Zane and Owens uh, were good in their roles. And I got this fucking one right. So I was pretty fucking stoked about that. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking picking against Daniel Bryan, but Shane McMahon was his partner. I don't know I what knew, you expect. I knew that they had they had to have Daniel Bryan win this match. Oh, and you're right. Uh, Kevin Owens, uh, Sami Zayn are on Raw now. You, you nailed it. You nailed that shit. I did. I, I should get an extra half a point for that. <laughs> I'll give it to you. I don't need it. <laughs> Fuck your half a point. I don't need your half. I'll point. give it to you. I don't need that. Fine, half I'll point. take your half a point. I don't need. How, how about, much do I have now? With your how about half point? how about this? You can have my half point and yes. that half point, and you still lost. Oh, I need two more halves. <laughs> so uh, I'll find them. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was. Uh, this was a good match. Um, and then next up, we had the Raw Women's Championship. 
uh, Nia Jax uh, versus Alexa Bliss. Uh, what were your thoughts on this one? Pure domination from Nia Jax. Uh, it's, I hate to say it, be honest with you, I was feeling it towards the end of this match we're like i just want to go to bed oh okay <laughs> i was just like man i am so you, tired. i feel like you kind of missed out because this match was so you didn't watch it live though right you were watching it later on yeah we got a late start yeah we got we got off to a pretty late start i actually didn't start watching wrestlemania until roughly an hour and a half two hours after it actually started yeah. And I had to throw my phone away. <laughs> I had to cut off all social media because I would have got spoiled easy. So, uh, you know, it was later, even later than uh, what most people were experiencing. Yeah, so this, I, I think you kind of missed out because I think this was actually quite a good match. And Nia Jax actually got a really, really good reaction in this one. Uh, her winning this uh, yeah, match, yeah, the I, fans I were very, very much behind that, and uh, I thought that this was a uh, an unheralded uh, match at WrestleMania. N- Nia Jax was the most over with the chicks I was watching WrestleMania with. Like, yeah, I got reprimanded for picking Alexa Bliss. <laughs> oh like, my god! It's you know, it's just a game. <laughs> we're just playing a game here. And truth be told, if I would have known a little more about the backstory, you would have. Probably would have picked Nia Jax. Yeah, yeah. yeah you should have picked Nia. She got fucking, uh, you know, she got some big time uh, heel heat going on there. Yeah, but uh, I didn't think WWE would go there, but they did. Yeah, yeah. I thought that I, I like this. I actually like this match. I thought it was this was uh, it was a good match. Had a good payoff. She got a great reaction. Nia so. Jax versus Ronda Rousey could be something. Yeah, that could be something. Good. I mean, I think that the I think the goal for sure though is Ronda versus Charlotte. I well, think, I know, but we got twelve pay per views to fill yeah, in. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think that their thoughts of initially Ronda ver, or uh, Ronda versus Oscar because they need someone that can talk on the mic. Um, which, to be honest, though, Charlotte Flair's not really all that good on the mic anyway. But I guess she's better than Oscar is. Oh, she's not bad. Yeah. She's not bad. Uh, I don't. I haven't really heard too many of of either of those. Once Ronda gets comfortable, she's gonna be cutting some fucking promos, dude. R- so. Ronda Rousey's all around rock solid. Like she's the first woman to ever headline UFC and be a UFC champion. She's gonna be the first woman to headline a WrestleMania too. Like 150, 200 years from now, everyone's gonna be talking about Ronda Rousey in the history books as this trailblazing woman that like. Broke down all these fucking barriers that were initially put up beforehand, and the history books are gonna be kind to Ronda Rousey in the future. I'm let's telling you right let's now. let's check back in 150, 150 years. Mark my fucking words, Ronda Rousey. <laughs> when uh, when our con- hopefully our consciousness is uploaded into the cloud or something. Uh, just in give the me future a cloud. adamantium steel skeletal structure, uh, everlasting heartbeat. Yeah, it'll be good. <laughs> I can have matches with ten pulse checks. Yeah. <laughs> just give me a shit. T- Whoa! That's our cutoff. We went too long. All right, we'll see you next week. (laughs) I'll cut it off. Oh man! Thanks for joining us. We're leaving. We're leaving that in (laughs) WrestleMania. All right. Oh geez. What do you think about the next match, right? That was uh, that was that was the uh, that was the meds getting to me again. There, I'm I'm not at my normal game. I thought you were trying to give me the hook. No. <laughs>
I, was, I come out dressed like a fucking clown. Come Just out dressed like doink, doink the Clown. All right, Ray, I'll go uh, home. Jesus Christ. All right, so next up we had AJ versus Shinsuke. And I've got to say, I wasn't as impressed as well, I thought it was. Let's be honest here. Expectations were incredibly high for this match. Everybody wanted the match of the year. Everybody wanted the five-star Dave Meltzer fucking match of the year. Why do you have to talk about Dave Meltzer like that? I don't know. I don't know. It's just that uh, these two had expectations that were higher than any match on the card. For them to meet those expectations, they had to have just like a Champa Gargano type of like not the in the same but same I mean they've, they've had that match before thirty seven minutes I don't think they've ever wrestled that long against each other I would I wonder how long their match from Wrestle Kingdom was it was pretty long but it didn't have to be that long but the, I mean there just wasn't anything that really Very really true. stood out it in could this have been thing. like the Charlotte Oscar match with thirteen minutes of just right. nonstop fucking action although I feel like. This they held back because of what happened after the match. Yeah, I'm not sure. There was some good action in this match. I actually watched it again uh, before we watch NXT. I had the chance to watch this match over again, and uh, the second time around it was better. Second time around well, it was better. I'll, I'll have to watch it again. I felt like they kind of held back because they kind of kicked it into the next gear after the match when Shinsuke, you know, in quite an unexpected heel turn. Uh, and Shinsuke loves to low blow people. <laughs> like he was just all about the fucking low blows. And he, balls. He loves <laughs> straight balls. <laughs> he he is like me playing fucking No Mercy. <laughs> Every time he gets you up, fucking he, cheater. He is. You're gonna hear that. <laughs> he's gonna fucking hit you in the dong. <laughs> this this was good for Shinsuke. Uh, I didn't know that he was a heel in Japan. Yeah. And that's when he got the most over was right. a, as a heel in Japan. Correct. So I think this is a good call. Good for timing. Him. This was good uh good timing. He's not he he hasn't been doing as well as he probably could be as a baby face. So I think this is a good call to turn him heel. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Let's go with this yeah. heel Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm, I'm interested to see what's going on with this. Yeah. And he's been good he's been good in the couple weeks that I've seen him. Um you know, since he's gone heel now. Well, so. you can only come out to that fucking violin so many times before fans yeah. get a little bit tired of it, you know? Uh, I did like his entrance, too. We really haven't talked about entrances, like, at all. I Normally, I fast-forward entrances, uh, but that's just my at preference. WrestleMania? <laughs> at WrestleMania? Uh, he had, at second watchings, he I had, always fast-forward. He, uh, he had the guitar player girl. I thought that oh, was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I liked his uh, velvet fucking uh, pants. Those look quite soft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't mind wrestling a guy wearing <laughs> soft pants. Fuck was it. that was that, was that your uh, was that your Finn Balor panties comment of the podcast? I, I suppose, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, when you get wrapped up in a head, uh, you know, what's a head scissors? Yeah, you, you want you, you, want you, some, you definitely feel the softness. You want the velvet. You want the, the velvet. Yeah. The velveteen dream. It's just a, it's just an added little you know something nice you can do for your opponent. Yeah, there you go, there you go. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, it was. Uh, I thought it was. It was a decent match, and I want to mention that I did, in fact, get that one right as well. Balls. Straight balls. I want to recount. Yeah. I called the balls shot. <laughs> yeah. 
You can have another half point. That's that. I'm up to one and a half and half points. Okay. I'm keeping track. All right. Another half point, you're in trouble. We might be tied. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so next, next we had Braun Strowman and Nicholas, some <laughs> random motherfucking kid. I actually watched him uh, walking in, uh, <laughs> walking in the crowd, and he actually walked past a couple of NXT people. He walked uh, past No Way Jose, and I forget someone else while he was walking. Uh, was- Wrestler um, section, yeah. But I guess uh I guess this kid was one of the referees uh kids. Oh really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, there was no way that was not pre planned. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, you know, this is why I wanted to see the bar versus the Uso so bad. It's just like I'm really I, I really am into the bar. They have really good matches and uh Ron Strom is pretty cool. He's your uh, big guy, big strong guy. And uh, Nicholas, is he getting called up to NXT anytime soon? Do we have verification on that? Nicholas, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's actually, uh, he's on SmackDown now. Yeah. He was part of the, su- the Superstar. He's a tag team champ now. That was part of the Superstar shakeup. He had, <laughs> they actually relinquished the titles the next oh, day. Oh, that's another half point, the draft. I called the draft. No, <laughs> you're not kidding. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you know what? This is a match I'll have to watch again because I don't remember much about there it. There really was not much of anything to remember about this thing. But uh, I, I saw an interesting post on Instagram. Like uh, they had uh, Alistair Black holding up the title. And then uh, right next to him, they had a picture of Nicholas holding up the title. And then on the top with lettering, it said Triple H booking over Alistair Black. And then the other one said Vince McMahon booking. Oh, my God. I was like, huh. That is funny. It kind of makes sense. I will say, though, that like, all right. So once again, I was talking with that same person who was complaining about NXT. And they were like, this didn't make any sense. Like, he should have, you know, they named off a bunch of people that should have been Braun Strowman's partner. And to me, this actually made a lot of fucking sense. Not so much that it was Nicholas, but because Braun Strowman didn't want a partner, right? So what what sense would it have made if like Braun Strowman was like, all right, well, here's the big show or here's, you know, me calling up someone from NXT. It made sense that he picked someone that was, I mean, he could have picked a fucking a broomstick and that would have. Yeah. Been equivalent to this because that was the whole point is that he didn't empty want chair or something. didn't want nor did he need a partner. He was gonna do it on his He's own. He's fucking Braun Strowman. Right. <laughs> He's annihilating everybody in his way. Apparently Braun Strowman is fucking Alexa Bliss. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> so you said fucking Braun Strowman, so apparently oh, that's okay. Alexa Bliss. Because I, I don't know. I, I read that online. I don't know if that's true or not. So Ooh, let us know if that's true. The dirt sheets? Yeah. I don't the, need any of those. They've, they've got dirty sheets. I've got my own dirt sheets. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah. And then we had the, the main event of the evening, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Full disclosure... Uh, I was, uh, I was engaged in ex- extracurricular activities during this match. And so I didn't pay attention You're to getting a workout in, uh, I was getting a workout in. <laughs> and so this match was actually dirty sheets. <laughs> this, uh, this match was actually pretty enjoyable to me because I didn't pay attention to most of it, but apparently a lot of people hated on this match pretty hard. What oh, were your thoughts on this match? The live reaction inside the dome was not very good. Uh, apparently this match was all about beach ball mania <laughs> and they were getting taken away left and right. Uh, you couldn't see it on the cameras, but my friend told me beach balls were flying everywhere in this match. 
Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty funny. Uh, the match itself, you know, it, it didn't take long for him to get outside the ring, which, eh, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of all the outside the ring action, but Brock's got to do what Brock's got to do. Um, Roman Reigns. <laughs> Poor Roman Reigns. <laughs> Took a motherfucking ass whooping against Brock again. Got hard weighed too, huh? A lot of blood in this match, yeah. Yeah, he a got, lot of he blood de- in this match. He definitely got hard weighed. Uh, so apparently from the thing that I'm reading here, there was chance of CM Punk and also We Want Nicholas. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, WrestleMania is seven hours long, and by the end of it, people just want to go home. I mean, here's the thing, though. It wasn't just that. It was that... No one wanted this to be the main event. No one wanted to see this match again. People. Well, there's one main reason why this is the main event. Brock's leaving after his match, no matter what. And Vince is going to make him stay there as long as humanly possible. <laughs> He's getting every, every minute out of Brock. He possibly can. So Brock He's actually not letting him go home early. So Brock actually, <laughs> so Brock's contract was actually up after this. Well, now he signed an extension that they're not saying how long it is, but I believe this is part of my recount because on the podcast, I said, if he's staying, he's keeping the strap and he's no, we didn't know for sure if he was staying or not. He's staying and he fucking won half point. We're tied. We're tied. <laughs> yes. No, we're tied. No chance. Yes. No chance. <laughs> no chance that I'm giving you that. I You're, actually went back to listen you to are make not sure the undisputed champion this year. My friend, there's a big time dispute going on here. This is to be continued for next year. To be continued. I've got the I've got my own personal belt. I uh I'm starting my own tradition, and so I am the champion of my picks. And so <laughs> yeah. So uh what did you think about the match? Oh wait, um, that's right. You're yeah, right. I, did. I I mean I saw I saw the, the You never la- went back and watched I, it? No, I saw the last portion of it. Um, you know, somewhere around where he started uh bleeding. Um I mean it was what it was. I was surprised that Brock won the match. Oh, yeah. um, I think everybody was. But, I I mean, we all know where it's leading. It's all leading towards the greatest Royal Rumble, where Roman Reigns will win the title, and they're hoping that in Saudi Arabia uh, he gets a better response. Time. You said that last time. Yeah. Well, if he loses again, you'll be 0 for 2 on Brock picks. <laughs> I'll put my title oh, on Oh, that's the... a negative half point. That's a negative half point. That means I win. Yes. You didn't even get that other half. Point. Yes. Well, if you get a negative one, I'm still up. So all joking aside, <laughs> you're not the champ. I'm the champ. I'm the champa. The, 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 uh, the end results for anyone wondering was me. I had nine correct and five wrong. And Eddie was 50, 50. So basically a monkey could have gotten half of these picks, right? Oh, no way. And so there's no way a monkey would pick fucking. I guarantee you, Roman, or, uh, Brock Lesnar. Seven, seven, and seven. Uh, actually, wait, <laughs> you didn't pick Brock Lesnar either. You picked. Roman I would have if I knew he was staying. Oh, if I would have known who won this match, I would have picked that person. Hey, I you, mean, still come would, on. you still would have picked Roman Reigns, even if you knew he was extended. You probably still would have picked Roman Reigns. And I probably might have too. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> he is a baby face, but Brock is right. and it's all been superse- leading towards this. He supersedes a lot of uh, <laughs> right. Brock gets catered to a little bit, so yeah. So, but uh, anyway, that was that was the main event. I thought you know, overall, I thought that this was a, a definitely an above average to good WrestleMania. Um, 
Let me just say real quick, Brock Lesnar almost broke his fucking neck at a WrestleMania once. He deserves every every little bit he gets, and uh, I'm not fighting him over that. And uh, you're only as good as your contract negotiates. So if you negotiated a shitty contract that's on you, Brock Lesnar did not negotiate a shitty contract, and he deserves what he, what he gets. So. I mean, I'm not I'm not upset with him. I'm just no. I'm saying people in general that listen yeah. to the podcast. I'm just I I'm disappointed that once again this was the main event because nobody wanted this to be the main event, and I thought it was a disappointing. It's pick. it's a tough spot because after seven hours, even that Charlotte Flair match, I'm just like, huh. Yeah. This better be good. <laughs> it was a disappointing cap off. Do you think they should shorten WrestleMania at all? Maybe by an hour, maybe? Eh, I mean, I don't You're know. You're getting more bang for your buck. I mean, I'm not mad at the con- the amount of content, but man, I tell you what, it's hard for me. It's hard yeah. for me to go all the way through. It's a long fucking <laughs> it's a long show. Well, man. the good thing is you don't necessarily have to um, you know, with a lot of the big events because you don't have to worry about being spoiled or whatever as much. You know, yeah. you don't have to watch it, you know, in a one full sitting if you don't want to. Well, one um, thing my friend said while he was there, it didn't feel like 7 hours at the actual event and he yeah. he's thinking about going next year too, so. I feel like I think that the I think what ends up happening with having such a long event like this to me is it ends up being background a little bit more. Like I'm not sitting there glued to Uh, my fucking television. That's a good point for seven straight hours. And that's probably why, you know, in a lot of these matches, it's like, fuck, I don't really remember. Yeah. Eventually I'm going to get up and make a pizza or, you know, go to the bathroom or fucking, do something else other right. than sit on the couch for seven and a half hours. Right. And I was watching it live too. So, you know, I could fuck around on my phone and, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. You're looking you know, at watch, your phone. Watch a video on YouTube or fucking go on whatever, <laughs> you know, like um, I don't have to sit there and, you know, like have Be my locked into the TV. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. you know, I can do other things. So, but overall, like I said, I mean, what what are your thoughts overall? Would you say that this was a, a great WrestleMania, a good WrestleMania, average? Ooh. Where I mean, where where it, would you rank this thing? It's almost not fair to the more more recent WrestleManias because I haven't seen a lot of the newer WrestleManias, and a lot of them aren't as good as this one. I will tell you, I, I'll I'll take your word for it. For it, you have an educated opinion on wrestling that I respect. Um, it was up there. It was really good. I don't know about top ten or top five. Yeah. But I may crack the top 10. I mean, if you just took this WrestleMania and you cut it off after that Undertaker match, it's fucking a great WrestleMania. Ah, you great you also missed the Daniel Bryan match then. Oh, he was... No, he was before Undertaker, wasn't he? No, I don't think so. I think that was after that. Oh, fuck, I do. Yeah. Oh, wait, let me cut it after the Daniel Bryan match. Like I said, that Alexa Bliss-Nia uh, Jax match, I was starting to feel the burn a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you were probably missing out because that, and then you're also cutting off the the AJ Nakamura, yeah, which right. you said what didn't meet expectations. I mean, anyway, it was so. it wasn't a terrible match. It just wasn't, you know, I think everyone was expecting that to be the match of the night. Well, and... I mean, you look at Brock and Reigns, Nicholas versus the Bar, <laughs> uh, you know, Styles and Nakamura and Nia Jax, Alexa Bliss. I mean, out of those four. Uh, which one of those are you definitely taking away as like great moment for WrestleMania? Maybe the Nia Jax match. Oh no, the Nakamura heel turn is good. 
There's yeah. there's little moments here and there, but the last two. I thought it was a. I thought it was. Reigns got good good color in this match. Yeah, it was, uh, and it was hard way. But I mean, I'm taking that match away all day long. WrestleMania, <laughs> it started off hot, man. It started off hot. That triple threat match to the Charlotte Flair match, uh, and then you had uh, the four way match, and then you had Ronda after that. I mean, it started off hot, bro. and it was a it was a it was a well paced WrestleMania. I thought it was laid out really well. Um, yeah, I mean, I would, I would put this as a, I would say that this is a good WrestleMania. Um, if I had to rate this thing, you know, on a, on a one to 10 scale, I would probably rate it as maybe a seven. I might go higher than that. Maybe a seven, maybe an eight, maybe an eight, eight, eight strong for me. Seven, seven, seven to a seven and a half. I would give you nine. If you said nine, I'd take it. I don't know that I would take Even a though nine. I will say with it being so long, see if now if this is a four hour WrestleMania, you could give it a nine because there's less other stuff. If you could put four hours of the best shit into that four hours, this WrestleMania is I can't, fucking fantastic. I can't, give, I can't give this thing a nine because... But what's a nine WrestleMania? What, I can't what would give, you consider it? I can't give this thing a nine because the main event... I mean, that's like, you know, a movie that's good, but the the ending sucks, you know? Like, uh, this was yeah. not a This was not. This a good felt like, like 14 individual movies, you know? What, what, I mean? is, what is a great WrestleMania? I don't know, WrestleMania... X7 is a... Is that a ten or X, is that a nine? X seven. X seven might be a WrestleMania 10. fourteen. You're gonna give that a nine? I thought WrestleMania fourteen was a. Uh, certainly, the main event was better than this. It was a lot shorter too. <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah, I I enjoyed the event. I enjoyed the whole weekend. Um, what would we say is a better event between NXT and this? Well, it's not fair to NXT. NXT is only three hours. Uh, I think NXT uh, was only two hours. Oh, it was only two hours? I think so. Wow. Well, then that's definitely more my style. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know, two hours, I get to fly. Yeah, that's good. Um, NXT was really good. WrestleMania was really good, too. They, yeah. You know what? It's not it's not fair to either one. We'll just say that they were both really good. It was a, it was a good weekend. This was for, a great weekend for WWE. It was. And it for was. wrestling fans. Yeah. So we didn't get wrestling like this when we were younger. No. Fucking Charlotte Flair taking suplexes <laughs> the fucking floor and guys getting power bombed on the concrete. Fucking crazy. I mean, who does Chompa think he is? Spike Dudley? <laughs> throw his ass throw his ass into the fucking crowd. <laughs> I mean, even that's a softer landing than uh the fucking floor. Bam Bam Bigelow his ass. Yeah. Remember oh. Rob Van Dam doing a somersault? Of course, of course oh, I do. Of course dude. I do. Rob Van Dam. Where the fuck was Rob Van Dam? One thing I will say, this WrestleMania maybe could have used a little Austin, you know, maybe surprise Austin with Vince, maybe. That was one thing that this WrestleMania didn't have. And in all honesty, I don't feel like it missed it. Here's the thing. I, I felt a so little bit. I, I could have used a little Austin or you, a little, little whoop ass. You missed out you missed out on some of the more recent year WrestleManias, I guess. But there was a lot of that shit that they didn't have on this year's card. And I thought this year's card was stronger for not having, you know, Sting versus Triple H with 
the fucking the older guys dominate the, 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 the end of the nwo coming out yeah. and then dx coming out like oh yeah uh, yeah it wasn't it. it wasn't good it was fucking terrible as a matter of fact i remember so. we watched that it was the worst wrestlemania of all time right oh my god so yes i think that this wrestlemania was much better for not having those type of things this was a good wrestlemania for the young uh for right. the young guns and the young cats right exactly so i hope to see more of that so yeah i'll uh i'll, I'll i'm gonna give it a, i'm gonna give it a firm seven and a half that's good that's a good one all right so that's gonna wrap up the wrestlemania editions of the podcast let us know what you guys thought of wrestlemania yes you know if you liked it didn't like it which what matches were your favorite what matches uh if you watch NXT, what NXT matches were your favorite? Yes, and we will be back with a fresh JOAT. Um, hey, oh shit! I I I edited it and I hit the hit the microphone there. So that was not me. That was that was me. So <laughs> as always, uh, we love you guys.